or no, this is your last chance. No beating around the bush. Perhaps I was talking when I should have been listening. This is the Redefine Relentless Podcast. Welcome back to Redefine Relentless. It is episode 90 and it is knowledge spill. Now I'm going to be trying something different because it's been the same thing for a little bit of a time now, having guests on and then also reviewing books and kind of going by a script. But I just thought maybe there's one time of what I've retained this year pretty well and just to kind of spill things that are currently on my mind. And you might be thinking, well, Hunter doesn't have a clear objective. How do I know if I'm going to learn something? Well, that's the thing. You're taking a risk, but that's a tie to things that I've learned. So like the deeper meaning of that is like when you sometimes listen uh, to or read certain books in the depths of knowledge that you learn things. And I think that's what this episode is really going to brighten up. Now, uh, an example that just comes to mind super quick is a failure that I actually recently had. Uh, like I shot a podcast episode with my buddy Tyler Mondragon, who um, is a founder of Tyler Collins, and it's a freight brokerage that they started. And the problem was is that I was using this exact mic that I'm talking in right now, but I've never done one that was in person with this specific mic. So it was very difficult for me to not only understand the audio mechanism, but also having mics and, and you know, the, doing it in this room. I've never done it before. Long story short, I failed. And the audio was whack. I spent time trying to edit it. I didn't give a real clear-cut time. Uh, I'm used to doing it on video, Zoom and stuff, but I'm not used to really doing it in person. So it ended up being a very long podcast episode, an hour and a half. And then I was like, well, I could chop it up into thirds or, you know, I could do all these things. But at the end of the day, I just felt my gut telling me it needs to be redone and it could be better. And there's always this thing to ship the ship, especially when you have content. But I don't want to push content that isn't good out. I want to give it my all in what I do. Uh, So I'm going to have Tyler back on. So this is episode 90 filling in that spot. But that was a quick failure. And also, I've been trying to edit short clip videos. Uh, It's been very tough to because I have a PC a PC. It's just not a Mac. And it's very difficult to use iPhone video data into sending to my laptop or the other way around my laptop to my phone. So that was another failure. I've been failing all this time. And a lot of the time when I post things and, um, you know, I've had some people uh, like comment like, oh, you do this or that. Like, that's really cool. But like, there's so many things in the background behind the curtains that I have failed enormously and I continue to fail and I continue to learn. And it gets said and it's so cliche that, you know, you keep on failing and you try to keep on moving. But at the end of the day, persistence closes the distance. And it's very hard when you're in the mud to get out of the mud. And it's again, so much easier said than done. It's like, you know, you not putting forth effort in what you're doing. And it's like, oh, kind of, if you half-ass it, you shouldn't expect to get really good results. But if you spend a lot of time and it doesn't go so well, like it's still understanding that you got to be persistent in doing that. And it's really hard to like building a podcast to obtain an audience. It's it's a lot more difficult than I thought. Not that I thought it was easy, but to the point, if I'm just persistent, I thought it was just going to gain. But it's like, no, you kind of have to advertise. You have to go on social media. And I've learned my pros and cons, my strengths and weaknesses. I'm not that good at social media at the end of the day. I just not, I just don't like 
being on it too much because I know what it does. But being in a business perspective, I know you have to like be some type of content creator in order to make things work. But I think that's something in the future I'll outsource in the business that I create. But kind of going back onto the track of like the, this knowledge spilled, so to speak, in that there's no clear cut objective to this podcast episode, but just want to roll with this knowledge. One of the things that I fear uh, while it's on my mind is flowing. Um, in certain things in life, you kind of go with the flow. Yeah, like when I do family stuff or, you know, things like that, like go with the flow, see what happens. Sure. But I mean, the hierarchy mission of your your life, your why, your noble why. And I've been challenged to that recently. Um, like podcast, Simpler Living, my tiny home business, like reamping, revamping that. Um, I spent a lot of time reading and digesting books so I can bring you all content. And as, as well as me, obviously, like I, I want to have, I want to learn, but I want to share this information with you through an outlet and a channel. And I just, again, like I've said, it, the challenge I have is just focusing on one thing, but it's like, which one do I choose? And again, easier said than done. And I'm currently going through this. I, I really don't have a solution. There's not a one size fits all. Um, but I think it's just sharing, you know, things in my life to make you realize that like, um, maybe it seems like I'm perfect. I hope it doesn't on my, um, like, you know, what the things I do, if I'm reading all the time and stuff, I'm not perfect. I'm far from perfect. Highly admit it. Like I'm not working 24 seven a day. I know I can optimize my brain in certain ways and certain that your brain only has so much bandwidth a day. You can't, it's impossible to go past your full maximized efficiency that you have in a day. And it's your brain needs to recoup. It needs rest. I've been focusing so much more on sleep. I've been actually getting good sleep, but it's hard to obtain like all of this in falling and in, in going back to that original thought was like this noble why. And I got challenged. I was on the phone um, and I was like, this guy was helping me with my my business idea, simpler living and revamping it. And I told them this, this problem I'm having. I, I have simpler living and I have my podcast. And I know I can't do both because I can't half-ass both. Like, because if I do both, then I, both are just going to be mediocre, right? Um, and that's the problem. And I realize that. And there's some people that can say, no, if you do, you can do both and stuff. But, like, the way I see it is I can put my effort into one. And although I'm putting my eggs into one basket, and I normally would disagree with myself with the previous knowledge I've spilled on other podcast episodes, especially in, like, stocks or something, you have diversified portfolio and an S&P 500 or a Roth IRA, and you make a sustainable return on your investment. But in this case, in business vision and aspect, I have to hone in on one thing and do it really darn well and understand it really darn well. I've been doing the talk, but I have... I haven't been doing so much of the walk, right? Um, I've been learning all this stuff. But again, it goes to my noble why. And I don't even fully have that clamped down, to be completely honest with you. If you ask me what I want to do the rest of my life, I have no idea. I am stuck in that just as much as probably maybe you too. Or maybe you do know. But it's trying, like I said in the last episode, with becoming a generalist and a specialist, is you try to get a grasp on all these different skills and different trades. And then you try to tap in and become an expert in certain things and see what you like and what you don't like. On the surface, you may really hate something. And then if you dig a little deeper, you might actually like it. Um, but it's hard 
at the beginning to really convince yourself that you will like this if you think you won't. Um, so it's changing your mind and understanding that as well. But going back again to that noble why thought, it's it's been challenging. And I thought I would share this these problems that I have because I don't have it all wrapped together and figured out if, again, if that's what it seems, it's really not. I come on this podcast and just kind of give my what I have and what I have learned um, to people that haven't read these books or haven't heard of these guests that I bring on. And it's hard to leverage podcasts because I'd love to focus it. But I realize that this content, like I almost feel like I don't like this content war and completely battling. Your, I like this, the form of creativity and trying to come up with a podcast episode, but then it deteriorates my whole thinking on what I'm doing. Like it is really brain draining to come up with content all the time and not take a whole lot of breaks. Just a quick second away from the podcast episode, please leave a review, share with friends and family. I really would appreciate that and turn bell notifications on so you know when I drop the next podcast episode. That being said, enjoy the rest of the episode. But I realized one thing that's really important and I think is worth sharing is to the fact that the flowing, the original thought that I had way, you know, at the beginning of this episode, the flow um, I, I, I'm scared of getting into a mind of flow. I have to understand why I'm doing that. And that's what I like with, you know, my generation. And it was said, like, I think I was talking to my boss and he's like, you guys focus a lot more on why. And I, I think it's a really good thing because, um, he wasn't saying it was bad or anything at all. He was just mentioning it. And I thought it was a really good, just dissection of what our generation is doing. And it's like, you, you have a why and it's to live a more purposeful life than to just flow through life and living, whether it be paycheck by paycheck um, or just doing what you have to do, bare minimum, and then going home and then watching TV or do, you know, like that's what scares me the most. Like whenever I play like Call of Duty or I've never really been into TV, although maybe documentaries, I've never been into TV or like movie, like Netflix binging or anything like that besides Ozark. I'll put you on that. Ozark is the only thing um, that I really binge watched. Um, but I, I'm scared to get into that flow or like the flow of just um, not necessarily in I, I, you should enjoy life, but I think your work should be something you enjoy. And I get not everyone should do that. But there's a startling statistic, like 85 percent of Americans hate their job. Um, but it's just to the fact of like people flow through life. And that's the scariest thing to me, honestly, is that you don't have a noble why. And I get it if you're a generalist and or like you're in the beginning of your career, you have no idea. Or if you're even in your 40s, you know, you still but like to have that objective in your head to be finding my noble why and to be on alert and taking step backs constantly can be hard because you get lasered in and focused in this one thing, this job, and you're just looking how to get promoted, make some more money and blah, 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 blah. blah. And then you 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 take you steer off of this path of your noble why of like trying to find this objective and you just become attuned to where life's carrying you in the flow. And it could be a healthy thing for some people. Again, this is my, my partake on it. And, but it's just, it's scary because if you, you think you have something right, like simpler living uh, for me and then my job. Right. But I understand this two year with or fellowship in the connections and what I'm learning is very, very, very important. 
Um, and I'm focusing on my short-term ter- noble why and that purpose because this two-year span of of my life is going to be objective or is going to be trying to its objective is to understand business to a fine tune and do as much in gaining knowledge and becoming a sponge, right? And but I, I have this in the back. I, I have this. I'm detouring a little bit from this path of this. Uh, simpler living to hopefully come back on taking that detour and not doing a whole steer. Now, I don't think it's bad if I do, you know, and not end up doing like simpler living, for example, but, you know, doing something else. But the main objective behind simpler living is becoming my own boss. And because I've realized, you know, if I'm able to put in the work and the things that I've learned, I, I can pretty much in my life, and what I've spent in understanding business can do whatever I want and can find a market and demand now that like I've understand markets and I've been in the workforce in a while and I've been reading all these books um, is again, partaking in that noble why and steering even more into this noble why. But again, I'm, I'm focusing on this and I'm giving this example, not to just talk about myself this entire episode, but to give you a real life example for you to fill in the blanks of what I'm talking about. And it may be you're at college right now. And this is like a little bit of a detour, but obviously it's adding value and you plan to get back on this road. And it just plans to be that this road is now smoother, right? Instead of it being a little bit more rockier ahead, you took a detour and then it took some time. And this was a rockier road, you know, to get through college and all the heartaches and the, you know, being broke and all this stuff. Then you finally get back on a smoother road. Um, or, or your job, you understand that you need this experience in order to get to point B where you want to be. And sometimes it takes that, that A, that designation of going from A, B, C, D, E, you know, all the way down to Z to finally get down to what your objective is and what you want. It takes a long time, but it's the compounding effects in life that give you these opportunities. But again, through going through A, B, C, D, all these different pinpoints of trying to get to the Z, is to the fact of some people get lost and it's not always a bad thing. I want to express that, you know, sometimes when you're lost, you are found and you truly find yourself where you wanted to be. And this whole time, and then you become across your noble why you thought you were on this path to become to the Z pinpoint, and then you detour. And that's completely fine. I'm not saying, and that's the objective to find the end thing that the, the, what makes you feel like work isn't work. And it's not going to be like that every day. We all know this, um, it, owning your own business, doing all this stuff. You, you'll always have heartaches no matter where you go. Um, for the most part, unless you end up going full survivor and going in the woods and creating your entire habitat, but that's besides the point. Um, but again, it's also realizing and stepping back to your noble why, because I feel like in some people I've talked to, especially in the younger um, range that people kind of just get steered. They, one of, if you haven't listened, if you're like, I want you to really listen to this part because a really good quote came up in my mind that totally changed my life. And it is, if you don't go after your dreams, someone will pay you to go after theirs. I'd rather pay myself doing what I love and working for myself than someone else paying me and sure, it's sustainable and all that stuff. And I'm getting income and all this. And it's being a business owner isn't always, you know, sunshines and butterflies. And I'm not getting paid in the beginning. And it takes five years to become profitable, whatever it is. But I'd rather have that heartache than 
going through and going to someone else's dream, someone else's noble why, and getting paid. Now, there's, again, a difference. There's entrepreneurs as well. If that person has a noble why within that niche, like, you know, you work for X company and you're in X position and you really like this position, who cares? Like, that is the objective again. You don't have to become a business owner. I'm talking about my plate and what I'm trying to do. So you can, again, fill in the void in trying to understand this. And it's it's really hard to see, again, on this road that is 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years of what's going to happen and all the detours you're going to take to get to point Z. And it's, again, stepping back and realizing what you're doing. Don't just flow around in life. And again, this is my advice. This isn't a book. This isn't a proven strategy. But I feel like this works a 10x better than just kind of flowing through and hoping for the best. It's like if you have an objective and you can steer you can steer to this exact place that you want to be, although it's going to be rocky and there's going to be some detours, that's what you have to do in, in stepping back in, okay, how is this dealing by Noble Y? And it's hard to really rationalize that and put that in your head all the time. But I'm telling you, once you get it there, like I'm always thinking of that, that noble why. And getting back to this, the, the whole reason of what set me on this path to really reflect on the noble why, I was on the phone with this guy and I was, I was telling him I have these two things, right? I have um, a, I have Simpler Living in my podcast and I was telling him about both. I really enjoy doing both. Blah, 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 blah. And people know I'm really passionate about my podcast and sharing this, but I realize that I want to, again, sit down and not just talk the talk, but walk the walk. And walking the walk is creating my own business. And of course, my podcast is my own business. Like this is an actual business. And I do think of it as a business and a networking, just a different way. I'm not getting paid in currency. I'm getting paid in branding myself and networking. That's the biggest thing for me with doing this podcast and why I give my content away for free at no cost. But it's, again, leveraging these two things out. Again, walking the walk. And then I thought about why I want to make the biggest positive change. And again, that may change. But in the housing industry, I see an opportunity to the market and I want to grab it. And I want to not really even provide affordable I mean, yes, affordable housing, but more in the aspect of uh, sustainable housing, because I see that uh, through my studies that all these band-aids of technology and being solar panels, energy efficient things, they're all good. They're a better step in their progress, right? They're not perfect, of course. But my studies with all these different energy efficient sustainability tactics, all this stuff, I don't think we come like this. These are all band-aids to the real problem. And I didn't open my eyes until I found the startling statistic of how much energy consumption we have. It's been 13 folded. Uh, That's like compounding over and over and over yearly um, for 13 years. Or energy use and it's just crazy. And you're like, yeah, the our population, I'm telling you, per capita, it is exponentially grown. Of course, we have iPhones, we have phones, technology, we have Alexas, we have all this smart home technology that makes our lives easier. Of course, there comes at a, a trade cost, an opportunity cost, but it comes to the point where you sit in a house and you realize how much space base you have, how much the average American has and what they actually need. Of course, leisure, they work hard. And I'm not 
guilt tripping or anything, but I realize there's a problem there and I tr- and I truly believe I can conquer this and do something with it. And that's what feels to be my noble why and what I step back and realize. But again, I'm becoming a generalist like I talked about in the last podcast episode and then hitting in the sp- places where I can become a specialist to know where I need to hire when I form my business. And like, um, you know, Instagram, I'm going to pay someone to deal with that. Uh, although in the beginning, I'm going to have to do it and I, I'm decently okay with it. I just, it's not where I find a whole lot of passion. I find passion between my content form is talking and voicing. And that's what I'm doing with this podcast, which is meeting another purpose of my noble why. But I think it's, it's something I'm going to come back to, right? But again, the main takeaway is stepping back and being your noble why. Because when that guy called me and he asked me, what's your noble why? And I was like, uh, I don't know. Um, and then I just thought about it and thought about it. And it's like, it takes a lot of time, especially in business, to have that aha moment. We we pressure our brains into we need to have an idea and we need to have a solution to this problem right away ASAP. But it takes time. It's like at the ran- most random moment, moments that you have these aha moments. And it's like, holy moly, that is the solution. And then you like go look into it. It's just like the most random times when you aren't thinking about something, you get the solution. I feel like we all have that. The shower talks or whatever it may be. It's like. I remember like in business, like uh, simpler living, like when I first created it at home offices, that's what I was going for. And then I like looked at the market. And I'm like, there's not really a whole lot of people that are willing to travel in the middle of nowhere. And Starlink wasn't a thing, but it was like, when I heard about Starlink, I was like, holy, sh- oh my gosh, that's the solution to having connection at these tiny homes or offices as what I thought at the time. But then I took a pivot into homes. And I'm like, Starlink is the answer. And so it was like an aha moment. But it takes time to realize these things. And that's why like your noble why is, I believe, an aha moment. And it takes time to realize that. And again, stepping back, I want you to realize the purpose of this episode, the noble why of this episode. You can have short-term whys, right? And then you have an overall hierarchy noble why, uh, which, again, going back to that, I have no idea. Like, this is all like what I believe as of now, but I'm really unsure. And I'm, I'm giving this to you because then you're like, well, how does Hunter credible to talk about this? But I'm just telling you, you aren't the only one that has no idea what the hell they want to do with their life. And it's okay. Take a breath. Like, you know, you just, you just graduated college as most of my audience is in that college area, or you're, you're in your career. And it's been a couple of years now that you've graduated college, or, you know, you're 10 years into your career, or you didn't go to college and you're 10 years into your career, whatever it may be in the circumstance of your situation and how life unfolded in front of you to where you are today. I'm telling you, you're okay, but it's to understand, to find that noble why should be an objective and a high priority on your list. Because once again, repeating, I have no idea. Like, I have a little bit of an idea, sure. Yes, I have a little bit of an idea of what I want to do. But I question myself all the time. I'm like, do I really want to do that? And I feel like we all have that, right? And it's like, you know, you get to this flow, you get hired after college, and you kind of work your way up, and you kind of do well in this company. But like, and then you just kind of flow with someone else's dream. And you're not, again, but if you're tied to that company, you're like, I love this company culture. I love all this. It's an amazing company. But again, also stepping back, all things could be perfect in a company and it just doesn't meet your why. Like you don't feel fulfilled in what you're doing because 
it's it's not where you want to be. And that's okay. Um, again, a company can be perfect and culture and everything else. And you just not feel fulfilled um, at the end of the day. And that's because you aren't where you maybe should be. And that's something you should think about. Maybe take a pivot. Who knows? There's Gary Vee was just talking about it on one of his recent podcast episodes. There was a girl that he was talking to. She was a lawyer making 300 100,000 plus. She had her own law firm, 300,000 plus a year. And then she took a, a, a pivot. She hated what she did. And she took a massive pivot, pivot, become a content creator, and now makes like $120,000 a year. But she says, I am so much happier than I, when I was a lawyer. Like, you have no idea. It's not about that money. It's about fulfillment and this passion and what you have in life. Why go? Think about this. Again, perspective. Think about this. You go through your life, like becoming like, um, you know, just a millionaire, just uh, like, I'm not saying that's an understatement, but just an average millionaire, multimillionaire, whatever it is, right? You just walk through life in that. And then you never met your noble why you never understood, you never felt like you had purpose, you hated working every single day of your life, but you stuck it out because of the money. You have that entire thing, right? Versus... You are average Joe, you make decent amount of money, but you feel fulfilled and passionate about what you do and you feel like you're making that impact and difference versus, you know, the really what this is, is you hate your job, make a lot of money or feel fulfilled and you don't work a day in your life because working is like 70% of your life and it's coming to realize that it's not always about money. Obviously, financial freedom and all this, I say it all the time, like that's the objective, but you could do, you could make $50,000 a year, $50,000 a year for the rest of your life. And as long as you max out your Roth IRA at $6,000 a year, and if you start at the age of 23, you will net, not anything else, net. That's, that's pure profit, $1.13 million. You think this is crazy and ludicrous, right? Go look it up. Roth IRA calculators. It's but it's the compounding effect that meets that, right? And it's like understanding these things, and it's so easy. It sounds like it's a get rich. It's not a get rich quick, obviously. It takes, and that's retiring at the age of 65. But again, going back to what, you know, going through in life, but it's understanding. It's very important, I think, to have passion and be, and I've said it so much, right? But I, I really want that. I feel like I'm just having this thing inside me that, told me I needed this episode of kind of this knowledge spill, but it ended up being a focus on Noble Why. This was completely improv. I didn't write anything down. This was just my brain basically telling me what to say at a split moment. Uh, this is raw. This is unedited. Uh, so really, I think this is what is tied into my brain to tell you. Uh, and it's all these different things that money shouldn't be a problem, but you should be educated in it a little bit. You invest in a Roth IRA, S&P 500, whatever it is, and you can literally retire a millionaire, not a million, I guess it would be a, no, it is a millionaire, but not a multimillionaire, but you can retire a millionaire if you just max out your Roth IRA, which is $6,000 contribution from the age of 23 to 65 at retirement literally will retire a millionaire. But people don't get that because they want to, you know, they want to impress people they hate and buy the latest and brand new car. They want to do this. They want to do that. They want to spend money and be broke and live paycheck to paycheck. Like if you make, it doesn't matter if you make a million dollars a year, if you spend a million and one dollars in a year, you don't net anything. You're negative one. You're in debt. 
So it's understanding that if you cut back on your spending and you make more than you spend, it's pretty easy. The math isn't that hard. You make money and that you can save. And now I don't believe in, I believe you should have an e-fund six month and then you should also have a bigger fund, which is uh, a six month fund as well in case something goes bad and you're able to uh, live on what you have. But then the rest should start going towards, you know, becoming debt free and then um, uh, focusing on like retirement and like also having, being able to save like for spend things like a rainy day or vacation and stuff like that, the short term saving in life to enjoy it because uh, tomorrow is never promised, but to also know that the statistic of you living to the age of 65 is really high. So you should really save up towards that pace uh, 100%. This is so, I know this has been a knowledge bill and ADHD. <laughs> My ADHD has been emphasized on this episode when I gave it improv. But again, to that noble why, and I just talked about a little about financials, but I just had a buddy call me, right? And he asked me two questions and his path. He said, I have an opportunity to get promoted in product development or whatever it was for basically getting a bump for 20 grand of a salary, 20 grand a year. That is actually crazy. I was like, okay, well, yeah, that's a lot of money and a big difference, but he says he's not the biggest fan of it. And, and then I also asked him what, like, because he wanted to pivot into a different area. And then his job was like, we'll pay you $20,000 more if you just stay in this position and do what you've been doing. But he really wants to take a pivot and they're allowing him to, but they're, there's, he's not going to get that incentive to stay, right? So the way I broke it down to him was, okay, I'm going to break down money perspective super quick. Okay, you make $20,000 more for six months and then for your fellowship. So let's just say you make um, full year, like for the rest of the, like, your time in or fellowship, you'll make like um, 10K with that salary bump and then 20K the, the, your second year. So $30,000 is on the table, right? Is Now let's look at the, the way or the balance of that uh, on the other side of the scale at what cost is it? One, you're not passionate about it. You're doing something you don't like and it's deterring you from what you really want to do in life. Is that $30,000 worth that cost? And I was telling him, I don't think cost should be on this table because people get persuaded by money. And I told them back to the quote that changed my life was someone can pay you to go after their dreams or you can pay yourself to go after your own. And that detrimentally changed in the way I see things, especially when it comes to money and promotions and going to somewhere. I'm like, you have to step back and realize your noble why. Is that going towards my noble why? If it's not, and maybe you're like, well, money's involved and maybe I have no idea right now and I'm going to take that because I don't know. Um, then, okay, whatever you feel like is best, but I'm just thinking in my perspective, I'm going to weigh that on that balance and realize that if I know, like I have a general, like in his purpose, he's like a generalist and he doesn't completely know officially what he wants to do, but he has a general idea that he wants to become a business owner and like, do create websites and do marketing and stuff like that. But like product design wasn't, he's not that passionate about it. And I'm like, well, it's pretty obvious. You've been there for, you know, three, four months. You understand what it is. Do you like it? It's like, well, kind of like not everything, but I don't like it. And I get that. You're not going to like everything. But from when I talked to him, I understood the opportunity cost. I'm like, dude, just talking to you, the money shouldn't be looked at. And this is another thing before I finish up this podcast episode, really turn your ears up right now because I'm telling you this is very important. Your most valuable asset, hands down, is time. 
Money can be recouped and replenished. People forget that a lot. Just think about that for a second. Your time cannot be replaced. Once it comes, it goes. Money, when it comes, sure it goes, you spend, but it can be replenished. And it can be, you can, you know, put that money back. You can, you can make that. You will never get the second that you just listened, this entire 30 minutes that you just listened to my podcast episode, which I think is highly beneficial and you should share with friends and family, if you did find it, is to the fact that it's gone. You're not getting another, you're not getting that 30 minutes that you just, you know, whether we're driving or you're doing something else, you're not getting that time back. And it's realizing that. And that's another thing that was like top five things that were detrimental to my life and understanding that time cannot be replaced, but money can. And it's realizing that. And that's like a high motive in my life now. It's like we were we're so focused on the currency of money and exchanging that with people and saving it and all this stuff, but it takes us away to the fact of our highest currency that we lose every single day, time. So really think about that. And I think that's why it's so important to think about your noble why and understanding once you get detoured and you don't like what you're doing and you get on this path of going on someone else's dream, right? But again, there's there's a point at a company where you can both, it's a happy medium. You're going after your dream and they're going after their dream. Like, I'm not saying you have to be an entrepreneur and it won't work. I'm You can be an entrepreneur and it works, right? You just have to make sure that fulfill, you feel fulfilled in what you do. And it might be a pivot in a different job in the company, whatever it may be, if it's a good culture. So it's figuring out that happy, that medium though. Like, with time and money, understanding, like I sacrifice a lot of my time to this podcast, but it's also, I understand it's worth the gain. Even if I have a hundred people listening an episode and that's all. That's going to be wrapping up this episode. My two huge takeaways that you should have is take a step back and try to understand your noble why and become a generalist and break it down and try to figure out things and try many different things in order to fulfill yourself and really tap into the things that you enjoy doing. Two is if you don't go after your dreams, someone will pay you to go after theirs. I'd rather pay myself to go after my dream in my personal perspective. But again, that's why like you need to find a company that meets with your dream. I'm actually going to give you a last and third one was the fact that time cannot be replaced. Money can That's going to be wrapping up episode 90, Spill of Knowledge. I hope you enjoyed. Please share with friends and family. Turn bell and notifications on again so you can get all notifications when a new episode comes out. I really hope you've enjoyed this. I hope you have happy holidays. And remember to be thankful for today because tomorrow is never This has been the Redefine Relentless Podcast. Catch you guys later. And that's the last you saw of them. You got it?